Five minutes before the Oaks race went off, you would uh, something that uh, you would send me something saying that somebody placed a large sum of money on Desert Dawn and right. brought it brought it down to twenty to one. And my and the comment between both of us was, "They must know something." Well, the, the, the top thing is because we're doing the horse racing to crime, and, that, and, that, and that way, next week, yeah, yeah, next and week, uh, and the comment next week it's going to be Bob Baffert, right? So, right. Desert Dawn is 45 to 1 from the Bob Baffert, uh, the Bob Baffert farm. So, we're yeah. like, you know what, uh, Bob. Bafford knows something about something. Yep. So, so the horse we, goes from 45 to 1, or from 50 to 1 to 20 to 1 of mine, but your sports book hadn't caught up and it was 45 to 1. Right. You're getting a lot of value. And it went up to 40, 48 to 1 at post. So we were getting 48 to 1 and we play and we bet them. Because I hadn't done any research on this horse, any research right. on the Oaks race, or not much. I did a little, right. not much. You had placed a bet. You had told me you placed a bet for show. So I said, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'll place a bet for show." Sure enough, he was in fourth place coming down the stretch, and he caught the third place horse to finish third, and we cashed. So I, I just put ten dollars on it because I just sprinkled it on because I had done no research. I wasn't confident in putting more than that. And it cashed 1540. And I, so I made 154 and you, you, you put your, your normalcy on the, the show and it, right. So we're, we're in good shape now where if one or two tickets, big time tickets, caches that we've bet on, it's going to be a profitable day. And you know, the one thing that I did not bring up the other day that I probably should have is, you don't necessarily have to win the race to make profit on the on, on exactly every weekend. You could finish second and third, and still and still make profit right. based on a forty-eight to one long shot that comes in third place. Right. So you know we're in we're in pretty good shape right now that we can we can uh, we can get some nice profit this right. weekend. But keep in mind, as as we did say on the on the Thursday podcast, odds change. And they certainly have changed where the favorite is not the same as it was Thursday. The favorite now is Tyba, number 12. He's right. five to one right now. He was 12 to one when we bet him. He's right. down to five to one. As we said, 
What are your three horses, real quick? Because I'll put it on Twitter. What are your three horses? And then we'll talk so about my three, my three horses are, are number six, Messier. Okay. Number 12, Tyba, who I got. Are you still Messier? M E S S I E R. Okay. Messier. Yep. Tyba. How do you spell that? T A I B A. Okay. And then White Alberio is my other horse. Right. And um, White, you know, how do you spell Alberio? A L B A R R I O. Okay. And my philosophy since I've started in the horse race, you know, betting has been if I see a white horse and I see him running well in workouts right. and stuff like that, I will bet him. I will put some money on him. And, I, and sure enough, he's been doing a pretty good job in workouts leading up to this. Uh, so I, I will. Um, that's an interesting I, horse because that's our, our, one of our favorite places. Yep. Ocala, Florida. Ocala. Yep. Yep. Okay. So um, that's another reason. And then, my, and then a long shot I have is, um, is the Japanese horse the number seven horse? Number seven horse. I get the name for you now because I got the I got the thing up in the other window. It's uh, it's Crown Pride. That's the number seven horse, and his his workouts at Churchill Downs have been phenomenal. Right, phenomenal, and he he's had a great start to the year leading up to this this race, and he, and Japanese horses don't do anything, but they've been really really um coming in you know on the top three so that's a horse you got to look out for there's a bunch of other horses you gotta look out for but there's just too many to name i mean what's, six, what's, what's the japanese horse uh crown pride crown pride yep so those are the four horses i'm kind of big on you know epicenter is pretty good the one the, the one okay horse so let's 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 get into it yep uh we're, I was watching on. I was watching on. Uh, what should we call? I was watching on NBC. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about the Baffert horses. Yeah. The two Baffert horses are. Uh, Messier and Tiber. Messier and Tiber. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, Bob Baffert can't be there. So on NBC, they did not tell the whole Bob Baffert story. They said that the Bob Baffert story uh, starts with uh, Medina Spirit. It does not start with Medina, uh, Medina Spirit. No, it it starts with Maximum Security, yep. a horse he took from George Navarro and Jason Service after that horse uh, tested dirty, right? The yep. horse tested dirty and uh, was disqualified. So why would you take a horse that's already spiked, right? So the plot thickens because you got to remember that George Navarro and Jason Service, right? Uh, were popped because they had a horse in um, Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Cup. They tested dirty, right? Maximum security. 
Yep. And that's when they gave the horse to uh, Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert had to take it because those guys couldn't race because they were in jail. Who won the Saudi Cup this year? Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert. Yep. So you got to look at the Dan five to one, who's owned by uh, the government of Saudi Arabia. Was that five to one? Yeah, Tab is five to one. He's he's now the favorite. He's now the favorite. Tab, so now it's the favorite. Yep. We got him like it's ten to one on Thursday. Twelve to one. Yeah. Twelve to one on Thursday. We got that horse, which is yeah. not the favorite. They're probably saying, "Oh, hey, they were listening to us on the on the podcast." Yeah, because our exact words were "bet it now," because right. it's going down. And it's sure enough, it's gone down. It's five to one. So, right. Uh, you know, he's the favorite. Zandon, who was three to one, is now six to one. He's right. he's he's getting to a point now where I'm going to take a look at it in the next twenty minutes or so. And if he's eight to one, I'm I'm going to bet him. I'm going to bet him. I'm going to throw in the last bet on him because it's much much better getting eight to one odds than three to one odds for sure. You're gonna you're gonna get more. If he comes in, you're going to get more money in your in your bank account for right. it. So, um, so I, I, you know, as we said, I mean, you look at some of these horses. Zandon is up to six to one right now. Right. Tybe is down to five to one. Was it twelve to one? Cyberknife was at twenty to one. Is now down to twelve to one. Um, you know, Modonicals about to say the same. Um, sm- Crown the the seven horse has gone from twenty to seventeen to one, so he's getting right. some action. It, it you know it, on Derby Day you see these big time fluctuations. You see the favorite right. come back to the pack, and another horse go into the favorite uh, position, and that's what ha- and that's what's happened today. It, it's 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 like clockwork every year, right? You know, people start talking up horses like Messier. Everybody's talking up Messier. Messi has gone from an eight to one to a six to one. You know, I, I bet him when he was eight to one. So I'm going to get know, and Northeast wants to bet him a lot because of Messi or the hockey player. Yep. yep. A lot of people are betting names. Yeah. It, there's, there's multiple places you can bet. Foxwoods is a place that's hopping right now. A lot of people go down there for, for the Derby, for the Preakness right. from Belmont. You know, Atlantic City, another place that, that's hopping. My wife's in Aruba right now. Wow. She told me this morning that place is hopping. That right. sports book is hopping with people. Horse racing is a big-time betting sport in Aruba. Because when I went down when I went down a few years ago, it was packed every day. And the only thing that was on the TVs, horse racing. So Places offshore books and and books in other countries and other places are horse racing, um, you know, places that people go. So right, right. So I have BA securities licenses. So I always look at the money, right? How does the money look like? So last year, we'll see what the handle, the reported handle, right? Yep. Well, the reported handle is this year. Last year, the handle was. Uh, $233 million. So that means that's just a handle at Church Hope. We're not talking about Vegas. We're not talking about Jersey. Jersey has what? $2 billion handle for just football season? 
Yep. Yep. All right. So for just football season, the handle in in Jersey was two billion billion dollars with a B. That's why, but ninety percent of business consultants suck, right? However, I call myself a business concierge, and I've been the hero with all my clients because I've told every single one of them. If you're good, or at least you don't even have to be good in the United States. If you think you're good, right, you can charge everyone triple. Mm -hmm. And I I use the numbers of, let's say, the Kentucky Derby, probably over a billion dollars, and that's conservatively, is going to be bet on the Kentucky Derby. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. So. Another, because uh, I was just writing all the lies, and we'll have more in the podcast. Uh, horse racing, true crime, yes, profile. Did it last year. We'll take the information from last year, kind of add it on to this year about Bob Baffert. We'll profile Bob Baffert. But the big lie is that Bob Baffert isn't there. You know where Bob Baffert is? At his farm where Desert Dawn is coming back to. From winning for us 45 to 1. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's at his farm. I'm sure they have Wi Fi at the farm. And he has an iPhone 13. And he's going back with, because they were saying, oh, no, Bob Baffert's not there. Uh, Tim Yankin is, uh, is no. <laughs> Bob Baffert, as a control freak that he is, he's with his iPhone 3 and they're FaceTiming. And Bob Baffert is controlling everything that goes on. So to think that he's just suspended and he's not going to be there, right? It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, one horse that we didn't talk about, and this is a, one thing I learned today, I did learn today. And I think this guy's been listening to the podcast because he was mirroring exactly what I was saying. And he was saying was, uh, he's like, oh, there's some people out there that are talking about that they have a high winning percentage when there's, Three owners that have three horses in a race. Team racing is legal. So that's what they call it. That. Three hertz of me. Top pleasure has three horses in this race. He has Mo Domingo, Iran Ortiz. He's won before Kentucky Derby. Uh, he has Charge It, the 20 to one that a lot of people like in the middle of the trap. Yeah. My mother in law would love it. He likes the bet the horses in the middle of the trap. Not the railing. In, in the in the reason I got sold on the railing was because of uh, um, Desert Dawn came out of the railing. <laughs> it's almost like if you can get out of the straight shot, but he can have uh, either Modonagal or Charge It set a pick and take out uh, Messier, <laughs> which that would be a story, or at least yeah. slow down Messier. Yep. Right. And uh, epicenter. So short. I mean, uh, the top pleasure horse Charger could do a lot of damage in that position and help his other horse more than him. So in a way, they got him boxed, right? You got Pleasure at one and Pleasure at eight to stop two of the favorites, Messier and Joel Rosario, right? Yeah. Uh, Pioneer Medina's at eleven. So Pioneer Medina can say, okay, take out Zandon, get in front of Zandon, 
take him out, uh, take out, uh, charge it, takes out Messier, right? And does what he can with Epicenter. And if Maldonado gets a fast start on the railing, that's your 10 to 1 winner. Right. And, and what, what could generally happen is, especially with, with the 11 horse, the Pioneer Medina, right. is the uh, Pletcher could say to the, to the jockey, get him out fast, get him over to the railing. Right. So what he's going to do is he's going to get in front of the pack and then right. he's going to cut over to the railing and he's going to slow those horses down. So right. maybe a charge it comes in back of him cutting right. and gets out to the lead and stays in the lead. So that's that's an important piece is, to that is, is that Pioneer Medina, the jockey has probably been told, send them fast out of the right. gate and cut to the railing right. so we can get charge it, who's probably the best horse out of the three that he has. Right to the lead, and he can he can run a really good race in the lead. So right, that's an important part that I have not heard. Brought, you know, I have heard brought it up, but I have not heard a lot. They said team race, but they they didn't get into it. And the other part of it is it happened with Medina um, Spirit, but it also happened with uh, I think it was Rum something Run 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 Rugger last year. And the reason I picked that horse at twelve to one and ended up winning. Uh, or second place, second or third place last year in one of the Triple Crown races, but it won a lot of money for me at 12th one. Yeah. Was because I said, from, same thing with the Desert Dawn. Now the Desert Dawn, a $500,000 horse out of the Baffert stable, finishes second in the Kentucky Oaks, more, worth more than 500000 now. Stud fees and whatever, getting it to your race, wherever you're at for the rest of the year, right? Yep. What horse will increase its value? Because Tavia is already $1.7 million horse. It was not as good as Messier, which lets you to think, okay, did Messier finish on purpose <coughs> second? <coughs> so Tavia can get into the Kentucky Derby. That, that's the thing. What they said, what the Theory is out there now is Messier already was in the Derby. Right. Taiba was not in the Derby. Taiba had to win that race to get in the Derby. So Messier kind of slowed down, pulled back, didn't gun it like he usually does. And that allowed Taiba to, to, to win the race and get in the Derby. So Keep I the think horse you're going to see, yeah, you're going to see today out of those two horses, Messier might be the better horse simply because. He's gonna he's gonna go all out to win the Derby, where in the la in the last race he did not go all out. He allowed the other rate horse to get in it. That's the theory that's going out there. I don't know about you know true or not, but that's the theory, and and yeah. I believe that that one horse is in the race, one horse is trying to get there. So the the trainer and the jockey just said, hey, let's let's pull back, let's allow him to get in, into the Derby. So what? Yeah, one show ticket I did last minute. And it's because Slavian Prax won three times today. So he's feeling good. He has uh, Zandon, right? Yep. And Zandon's right in the middle of the track. Yeah, he's 10. So. And Zandon um, was bought for $170,000 at the Keeneland Hawk. It's interesting, this $200 million number, right? 
Uh, Keeneland auction, $200 million. The, the, the handle at Churchill Downs, $200 million. The renovations at Churchill Downs, $200 million. <laughs> Sometimes you wonder if these numbers are real or they come up with that $200 million for some sort of tax purpose or some, some purpose we don't know about. Uh, career earnings, $713,000. So this course is profitable. Yep. Wins the Kentucky Derby. Remember, my, my thing with security, right? Now I think a $24 million uh, horse, right? Maximum security was bought for like $40,000. And maximum security was spiked when it won. It was spiked when it won the Kentucky Derby. It was spiked when it won the Breeders' Cup. It was spiked when it won the Saudi Cup. And who trained them? Bob Baffert. For the casual person who's not into horse racing, uh, the nefarious activities of Bob Baffert started with maximum security. And maximum security is part of the FBI indictment. They were looking at horse racing through crime, and that's what we'll get into. Why does Bob Baffert at this point in time need to take these risks? Why isn't he like D. Wayne Lucas? You know, D. Wayne Lucas ran yesterday. He has no horses running today. He's just living out his life as an old man. He's not spiking any horses. He's won a lot. Why isn't Bob Baffert like that, right? I have a theory, right? So we'll uh, we'll discuss that on the podcast. So what do you think about that? Zandon, Chad Brown, looks like a normal guy. Uh, Chad Brown and Zandon. Chad Brown. Chad Brown has won at the Derby before, so he's he knows the again knows the atmosphere. Knows what to do, how to get his horse ready to run in the Derby. Um, Zandon was the favorite, and is now that's the horse that's dropped back. So, um, yeah, for for a third place, definitely, definitely, definitely. I don't think he's going to win the race. For I think he's, he's going to be Messier Taiba. Right, but he could get a third. It, it's it's highly possible because that horse has run really well. I think that horse has finished in the money every race he's run. Right, so that gives you that gives you a uh, you know confidence and a good feeling that he's going to finish top three today. Um, you know, in about you know two minutes, so at seven o'clock, four o'clock your time, we'll know the results. But yeah, he's he's a good horse. He's a good horse, and Chad Brown. This is like in fifteen minutes, right? Uh, six fifty-seven. So there's thirty-two minutes. Okay. He'll start. They'll start walking them out and getting getting the post, but the race officially starts at six fifty seven. So okay, cool. Uh, but but yeah, Zandon Zandon is a good pick for show, because I, I think I think one of Messi and Tiber are going to win this race, and I if one of them doesn't win the one of them's not going to win the race. Obviously, if they don't finish second, they could be fourth or fifth, which means that somebody like a charge could come up for second, right. and I think Zandon get third. I think Zandon's going to be in that group, that lead pack coming down the stretch. So. Keep in, keep in mind, if you heard anybody that is a stalker in the Kentucky Derby, that usually is not a good sign. Right. Like a Mo Donegal coming off the rail is a stalker and a, a closer. If Mo Donegal is 15 lengths off coming down the home stretch, probably not going to get up to top three. Right. Because everybody in this, everybody that's that's been on and has talked about this race has said today does not look like a day where somebody way off is going to come up and get 
get a piece of the top three. So um, you got to be in that lead pack and, and Zandon can definitely be in that lead pack going down the stretch. So. Uh, horse out of Ocala, Florida, which keeps coming up, right? Because Ocala. Is that name again? <laughs> okay, Santa Anita Park, right? We talked about Santa Anita Park. Yep. Bafford and those horses finished one, two. Uh, a race that, that I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory because too many people are talking about it and saying the same thing. We're all coming up with the same common sense conclusion. About Tavia. Who owns that? Park, right? Stronich family. Stronich family have a horse farm in Ocala, except uh, Tammy Bobo is her name. And uh, she's had two horses in the Kentucky Derby. And she Has her farm in Ocala, Florida, at the Bad Boys Farm, Ocala, Florida, horse racing farm. So, do you know who owns the horse racing farm called Bad Boys in Ocala, Florida? Oh, that that'd be the Gaudis and the all those. John Gotti Jr. So, John Gotti Jr. Jr. And, and her name ends in a vowel. Right? Tammy Bobo. And, um, I got to find out what happened, but uh, NBC was talking about that she was a single mom, had a young daughter. They never said what happened to the young daughter. So this is the second horse she's had. She buys horses real cheap, understands their weaknesses, and is able to race them and win. How does that happen? Bad Boys Farm, John Gaddy Jr., right? Your horse needs to lose. We're going to give you an offer you can't refuse, right? Tammy Bobo, simplification, uh, 20 to 1. The other horse was White Aberia, right? Yep. White Aberia uh, wins the Florida Derby. Uh, both the trainer and jockey ends with a vow. And I'm not saying it. I know a lot of Italian folks, a lot of friends of mine who are not mobsters. But John Gotti Jr. is in the papers and in the movies as being a uh, mobster. And they own a horse farm. And they got horses in the Kentucky Derby. So you got to make a determination if they're going to win or not. Because we don't care about the personal lives. We just want to know whether our ticket's going to cash like Desert Dawn. Uh, Winston Kentucky Derby C2 Racing Stable Ocala, Florida Worked out at Gulfstream Interesting Versus uh, doing the work at um, Belmont yeah, he's he's one of the, uh, Bear, White Alberia was is one of those horses that's in <coughs> ten to fifteen to one range that that could come up and either win or get second, get place. So he he's had a real he, he, again he's another horse, Florida Derby winner. They usually do very well in the Kentucky Derby. Um, he's uh, he's been trained uh, very well. 
He's, he's run very well in the workouts leading up to this. Um, I put a lot of stock in the workouts on the track because it's where, it's where the derby is. Right. The, the only thing that, that you don't get during these workouts is the 150,000 people and the commotion and the noise that that's going on and how it affects a horse's mentality. Some horses are fine with it. Some horses, you know, you see them walk in the gate and they, they run out of the gate. So, um, but I think he's a calm horse. I think he's collected, you know, my philosophy on him is white, white horses tend to do well um, for whatever reason. So he's, he's a white horse um you know every time i look at a horse and they and they run well in workouts and they they've run well in the prep races um i usually bet him i usually put something on him and i did with him he's florida derby winners eight times in the last 30 years what's that how many tickets you have out i have nine out right now and that's probably where i'm yeah i have three tries and i have six on uh you know win places or shows so, okay, so walk us through your, the tickets you have out. So I have the win places or shows. I have on White, White El Barrio is one. Okay. I have a win places show on Taba. Okay. I have a win places show on um, Messier. Okay. I have a win places show on Crown Pride, the seven horse. That's four. I have a win place to show on Charge It. That's five. And I have a win place to show on Zandon that I put in this morning. That I put in this morning because he started dropping. So once he started dropping, he got into the range I was comfortable with. Right, right. And the trifectas I have, uh, I boxed all of them. I don't play them straight, box them. I got three, eight, 10, three, six, 12, three, six, 15. I've got a little bit on each of the horses that I like. With the th- I think the three horse in any trifecta situation, you, you almost have to play, right? Be, you know, which is epicenter. Ask, I'm thinking Asmussen's gonna gonna get it top three in this race. I'm at least hoping with the trifectas, but those are a lot harder to hit than the win place of shows. Obviously, the right. win place of shows you're just betting on the one horse, and that's that's where you got to do more of your research because. Um, you're betting on the one horse to come in top three. So, and you can't box it, but you can win. You can just put it on win. You can just put it on place. And as you did with Zandon, you can just put it on show. And that's what I did. So, um, the white Alberio was, was bought for $7,500. Yep. Yep. So if it went to Kentucky Derby, it's going to be worth, you know, uh, north of twenty million, absolutely, absolutely. Any horse that wins today is is going to set their owners up for for a nice next year going into the next year's Kentucky Derby because they only run once. Three year olds, they only run once. Right. So to win this race is a life changing um, amount of money and fame for every owner that has these horses. So. Um, so that's why it's so important to a lot of these people because because of that. So out of your nine tickets, right? Nine tickets, yeah. What do you need to turn a profit? Now I need, I'll, I'll look at mine and then I'll tell so you. So I, I, I put more money on Messier 
Taiba, and White Alberio. Those were the three that I went with that I, I have a really good feeling and they're going to finish top three. The other ones I sprinkled a little bit less um, because of that. But in the trifectas, I, I did I did, um, I did did a little bit less on them too because it's a lot, lot tougher. But, it, you right. know. So I, I'm looking at those those three that I need to come in. I put a hundred bucks on each of them, and okay. then I put fifties on the rest of them. So if, if those say those three hundred dollar horses come in top three, that's it's exponentially huge profit for me. Just like yesterday, you know, I put ten dollars on the 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 dawn horse to to show right 150, 154 bucks I won. Nice. So. That's $140 profit just to start on one day. So if I get two out of the three, I'm going to be pretty happy. All right. So me, I don't know anything about horsery. I'm learning. So I have, I want, I didn't even know if the numbers were right, but the $100 that I put on a show ticket for dead or done came out as $800. The first book I was using. So I'm up $800. Today I'm betting $400. So if I lose all of it, I still leave the weekend with $400. Yep. Yep. Bitcoin, gas ran for the whole week. So I got show ticket on um, Mo Donegal, top pleasure, right? Yep. I got show ticket on Messier and Tabia. And then to cover my ass a little bit, I put 50 bucks. Just because it's too obvious, right? Uh, the the favorite only wins 20% of the time. Uh, but it's too obvious. Three to one, Flavian Pratt won three times today. So I see they won three times today. I'm like, oh, let me put 50 bucks on it. So that's 450 bucks. Yep. But they're show tickets, though. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you, you know, right. So it's a show ticket. Tabia, which I did it at 12 to 1 on Thursday. Yep. Right? Exactly. I, forgot, I forgot. I forgot. The week before, when we did the week before podcast, Tabia yep. was at 20 to 1. Yeah. Yep. I put 100 bucks on that. So I'm up to... See how expensive it ends up getting? Because I did 800, 1 800, and I'm up to 550. So I got basically right. two tickets on Tabia one at right. 20 to 1, and another one at 12 to 1. Well, that's the thing. Also, keep in mind, people are going to listen to this today and say, oh, Tabia's only 5 to 1. No, we bet them when they were 12 and 20 to 1. So it's more money. Just like we said, and just like we do during football and basketball. Right, right. Bet it early if you have a good feeling on it bet it early because it's going down and we were we were both right it, it went down adulthood, right we're both yeah. old combined you know 160 years of life things happen i don't even have kids things happen so when you have a bet in front of you and and you know i won with maximum security why because the horse was spiked and they let it run in there Bat Baffert was involved. I win with Medina Street. And we talked about this in the football season. We call it the Pete Carroll rule. If you live in the past, you die in the past. 95% of people do not change. 
Yeah, right. Either right. they don't want to change that, or they don't have the capability to change. Most people change when they have to. And it's funny how stubborn people are and how afraid people are to tell other people the truth. Or the, you know, their their processing of the truth, or as close as they get to the truth. Nobody's telling Bob, Bob, you're, you're making some mistakes here. Nobody's telling him. If you tell that, he'll fire you, whatever. I'll, I'll get fired, bro. Tell, listen, Bob, you're making a mistake here. Go talk to Dio and Lucas. And, and as you said at the beginning of the podcast with NBC, they, they lied. Exactly. They're part of it. Yep. Yep. So that's why when we say. That's why you have to do your own research. And other people are doing their own research. That's why we have research to work on. Yeah. Newspaper stories with legit journalists. Right. That's why when uh, there's we say. PETA, there's, you know, animal rights groups. Yep. yep. You know, there, there's people out there. That's why when Chad says, or you say, or I say better now, we're just not throwing that out there to, to just say it. We believe it. We believe we're doing it. it. We're, yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing, doing it. it. I, I don't do any, I don't say anything I believe, I don't do. So if I'm going right. to say bet Taba now at 12 to 1, because he's going down to 5 to 1, what happened today? He went down to five to one, just like we said in the podcast. So you, you gotta be proactive sometimes in what you do and what you bet. It's it's more money in your, your bank account. Your bank account gets fatter when you win a 12 to one bet as opposed to a five to one bet. You you just make more money and that it's That's a the thing. You're, gonna make, you're gonna make profit on it. Absolutely. And this is no, the no. way we made profit for me, anyways, four or five years. Sticking to the major races, right? Yep. You learn about life, sociology, and all that stuff, kind of following what goes on with the, the people involved, published, because that's the thing. Truth is always stranger than fiction, right? Yep. And there's a hundred things, 101 things going on behind the scenes that we will never know, yep. might never want to know. But it's amazing, and that's part of the story too, part of life that you learn from. Because you got to be aware of your surroundings, you might yes. get rolled. Yes. Yep. These are things that have gotten so out of control that they're published, that, that they're being prosecuted for, that somebody wrote a story on, that an enemy of theirs, half the time is an enemy getting the story out there because they got screwed over. Right? right. Then Dan, his people, uh, that's that horse, I think it's fascinating what's going to happen. That was Dan and, and, and Flaming Pratt three to one in the center of the track. Uh, Amir Zidane, right? Who's his best friend now? Bob Baffer. Because mm -hmm. they met supposedly they met in the airport that year again, 2018. For us, it's important on the podcast because in December 2017, that's what uh, Bonnie and Barry Sherman, in our opinion, I think I think Scott agrees with me, right? They were murdered. I think they were <laughs> so suddenly he meets them in 2018. At the same time that Belinda's having, she wants to take over everything. 
Is she sues her dad? Right? So this guy meets Bob Baffert. They go next to him, secure him, be a spirit. Right? And he goes with the Amir Sedan or whatever to win the Saturday Cup this year. Uh, the Churchill Downs clown, I'm going to call him, in that fam interview with NBC, said it. He's like, oh, you know, two things, man. I'll ask you the two things about Bob Baffert. I guess we'll go through the race, but the race is going to be in a few minutes anyway. Yeah. And then we can see the, who the winner was, give you some instant analysis. Churchill uh, Downs fired a lab to test the Medina spirit. But with that, uh, that, that, that result, right? They fired uh, Bob Baffer. They suspended Bob Baffer. They took the Kentucky Derby away from Medina Spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, the Kentucky Racing Board. So, Saudi Arabia needs, we're, we're trying to lobby them to put more oil in the market to put pressure on Putin. It's going to be interesting what happens to those, those horses in this race. And reading the Saudi Arabian prince uh, the, said that the reason he has these horses in the race is to watch. And that's something that's been not been talked about. Uh, on NBC all day, which needs to, right? We're getting into a recession, inflation. He's there to raise the value of the horse, of his horse. Yeah. Yep. So what does that mean? That means there's a lot of money on the line with these horses as far as increasing the value of the horse to sell later. Now, you're saying, okay, Josh, you're saying the moshes involved. Well, Tammy Bobo's horse, right? Tammy Bobo's horse, look at this. Uh, White Averio was bought. Okay, remember, maximum security was bought were $25,000. White Abario was bought for $7,500. I think just getting it in the Kentucky Derby, the horse has to be worth like a million, right? Because Tavia was worth $1.7 million. White Abario, like you say, wins this race, suddenly a $7,000 investment becomes $25 million. That's something they're not explaining when you're watching the Kentucky Derby. And, and, to, under, and to not underestimate it too, but this horse goes on and wins the Kentucky. Say it's White, White Alberio. Right. He wins right. the Preakness. Again, not only... Is he going to win another stakes race? There's also a bonus for winning all right. three races. There's exponentially amount of, of 
money coming in from commercials. You know, right. this, this, not the horse, the owners, the jockey, whatever, will get money based on the commercials. Right. They'll get they'll get extra money. You know, maybe from if if it's a Saudi horse, if it's saves the crown, this Japanese horse, he wins all three races. I'm sure the Japanese government is going to give the owners a little bit of a bonus. For Man, you, got, you, got, you got to my next point. Because you'll say, okay, this whole long career, George Navarro from the indictment ends up with $36 million. He gives up $31 million, keeps with five, $5 million, right? Yep. Because obviously he did a plea deal to snitch people out and to get them to Panama. Tammy Bobo doesn't does not get to keep all that money that's spread between seventy five hundred dollars and twenty million. He, he got a kick up, and I think one of those horses—I forget which one it is—I'll find out what it is. But it did say that has a hundred owners. Just like the Raiders have ninety-two owners. How do you explain that? Right? It's a syndicate. But you have to kick up to the crew, right? Yep. The the Godfather has to get his cut. Capo has to get his cut. Counselary has to get his cut. So out of 20 apples, you get two. So Tammy Bobo probably getting, uh, out of a $20 million spread, she's probably getting seven or $800,000. She, she has to pay taxes at it. So, more so in this sport than any other sport, okay? Not, well, maybe not NFL, but there's a ton of money to be had in this sport. Right. Between the betting, between, you know, these horses don't get an appearance even showing up at Kentucky Derby right. qualify for it, and they run. But somebody like a Bob Baffert and a D. Wayne Lucas will come back year after year because they want to win it and get that extra money. Remember what we said about Bob Baffert, he went over the United Arab Arab Emirates and won $18 million on a race. But Bob Baffert doesn't get to keep all that money. No, he doesn't, but he gets some of it. He gets some you know, of it. Maybe $2 million, a million dollars, whatever. Right. But the owners are set for the rest of their lives now. $18 million the horse wins. The horse doesn't have to run another race. $18 million. The horse is set. The owners are set for the rest of their life. But then you look at a Saudi prince who's already rich. Yep. Yep. So he doesn't have to, He wants to, he's a young guy too. He wants to increase his wealth. Absolutely. And he wants to go back when they have those Saudi meetings with the family and they go, oh, what do you do this year? Oh, I took $20 million. I, I worked with this guy, Bob Baffert, and we took uh, three horses that we bought. Tavius case, $1.7 million. We turned it into $25 million. Oh, you know, good, good job, my son. You brought the kingdom $75 million. That's why Bob Baffert gets a cut. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Now, let's say the Gambino family. They're all in Florida now. They went from wherever they were in New York to Florida. They have businesses up there in New York. If they don't kick out to Belmont, Right, if they don't kick up the Belmont and they don't kick up the national, if Steve wins, they're, they're not gonna let their they might not kill him, right? It might not be old school mafia, 
where they're going to kill, uh, you know, uh, John Jr. or whatever. The thing is, they can't show their face at Belmont with the horse. But they yep. have it kicked up. Yep. They're coming there with the cops. Am I right? Because you're, okay, you're right. right. Absolutely. <laughs> they're coming with the cops and escort the horses and all them out of there. Because you guys have not paid your cut. Yeah. If that horse finishes second in the in Kentucky, right. they send him to Freakness. He finishes second again. Send him to Belmont. He wins the Belmont. He's made the, he, he's made the money. Lots of the, money. The block tickets, this is very, to me, breaking it down like this makes it very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because. There's not, there's not only the owners. There's the trainers. There's the people that they bought the horse from. Like I said earlier to you before we went on. Right. Bill Parcells sold the horse to another owner. Right. That was one today at Churchill Downs. Three technique. Right. He won the race. Right. You don't think Parcells is going to get a little bit of a cut because he sold them a winner on Kentucky Derby Day? Yeah, those, yeah, those horses, they have 300 owners, 100 owners. They all have literally a piece of the horse and yes. a stud piece. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it there's a wide-ranging number of people you know, the trainer and the jockey aren't the only two that get this horse to where they go. Right. It's the owners. It's the people they bought the horse from. It's the farm that they, like Ocala has the farm. Right. A lot of people buy the horses from Keeneland, Ocala, you know, all those places. They'll get a cut. Where's, where's the horses in Ocala getting their medicine from, right? It's the only pharmacy. In Ocala, right? Mm-hmm. Stronic family. Stronic family has a pharmacy just for horses. Mm-hmm. You and I can't go in there and get blood pressure, high blood pressure medication. It's right. just for horses. Yes. And of course, all of the parties involved were part of the mislabeling, right? And the injection of Illegal substances, including Medina Spirit out of Bob Baffert. Remember, Bob Baffert's in Arizona today, but he knows everybody in Ocala. Completely the other side of the country. And, and if you don't and if you don't think Baffert's talked to the two two owners that he traded he sold those horses to or gave them to, right. let them borrow those horses. Well, one of them is one of them is uh Amir Zidane, right? Yep. At a Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Cup. Yep. Right? He gave that Saudi person the better of the two horses. Right. Because that that so if that horse wins the Kentucky Derby, Baffert will have a nice big fat check coming to him from the Saudi uh prince or Saudi people right. based on that win. So right. Yeah. That in mind right there, the, the the Kentucky Derby will start right back there in like six minutes. <laughs> yeah, probably walk. The horses are probably walking right to the track, and right. then they'll start loading them in in about two, two or three minutes. They'll start. And it's the sensor that, that blocks it, but once the race starts, I can just take it up, and the, the sensor doesn't do anything. And people even watching 
either on YouTube or watching on uh, Twitter can watch the race. Yeah. And the, and the thing you want to watch for as the race starts is what is the first time on the first quarter. It's usually about 47. This, this race will be two, two minutes, right. somewhere in the two-minute vicinity. Well, maybe it's a, uh, very interesting what, what is going to happen to simpl- simplification. Right? Yes. Yep. He, he's a wild guy. He's, what, 13? Post-13, yeah. I think he is. But I remember um, Zaid. I was – I always remember Zaid because this is the thing, right? Uh, one thing I've learned in life is that, and really, horse racing through crime and all this—you just learn so much about life. You gotta keep learning because you gotta be aware of your surroundings, and the more you learn, the more you, you figure out you don't know, right? And the yep. more you, you you need to know. Uh, Zaid wins the Kentucky Derby. Right after, right? Um, my wife and I were just laughing, right? Because um, the this person, right, um, got referred to by a client. I did some work. They're very happy, right? Yep. Uh, and the person was flattering. And my wife and I were laughing because when somebody flatters you that much, that's when you start getting suspicious. <laughs> we know we're good, but we know we're not that good. We're just regular, normal people here. Yep, yep. So you got to watch out. What's, what's going on here? So so you sometimes you think the best thing for you, right? Oh, I didn't get that job. Oh, I didn't get that client. Oh, this and that. Sometimes you're so better off you dodged a bullet. It was something that's probably going to kill you. There were some people who were going to kill you in that, or who knows why, right? Uh, but by so, the way, we went one and one on the the Celtics game. Okay, so we're one and one. Yeah, two hundred four was the total. Got it. And the Bucks won by two. Ooh. So one hundred three, one hundred one. Ooh, so the Celtics was the pick, right? The Celtics was the pick. Which means that I, I think the Celtics will be the pick in the next game. I think they'll win it. They must have did something that gave Milwaukee some trouble because Milwaukee was up by double digits for most of the game. And the Celtics came back. So they did something in the fourth quarter. And I'll watch it. We got the under. We got the under. We got the under. Yep, we got the under. The thing with the the under. Under. yeah, got the under. It's it's the N- the NBA is starting the playoffs are starting to tilt toward under defense. Yeah. It's go it's going it way uses, toward it defense. does that it didn't do that last year. Right. But now I guess uh, teams are turning more to form. Yeah, they were in the bubble last year, so I'm sure the NBA decree to every team was let teams score. Just score. We right. need we need to get people. And that, and that's the thing. So it's back. It's back in arenas again, home courts and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I I have a feeling the Celtics are going to win Game Four, and I have a feeling that you know, it's going to be under again. So, just my thought. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the game and then come up with. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch the game tonight too. Yeah, then we can uh, compare notes. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're up sixty five percent, fifty five. Uh, fifty-two point five percent break even. 
So we're doing good in profit, but things can go south quickly. Oh, no doubt in any any sport, any sport. But but I think that we've gotten a good base so far going into this part of the playoffs. And, uh, you know, a couple of three and ones, four or nos, and we're we're right at seventy. Let's so. get to the story day. I'd be very interested to see if that 11 horse does what you said he's going to do. Right. The first, the first quarter will tell you everything you need to know about what Pletcher has, uh, has told his jockeys and his, you know, trainers and stuff. As to what is legal, doing. right? They're not doing anything e- illegal. I it's think not- for us, if I did that at a job or I'm working at that and I advise somebody to do something like that at a job, then they'll say, oh, that's a shady business consultant. That's a shady business uh, concierge. Right? Yep. It's unethical. But not only the money we're, we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about horses uh, being 70000 a court, like uh, while a burial is about $5,000. Yeah. The fact that they're in the Kentucky Derby, now that's a million dollar horse. And Tammy Bobo, she's only getting a little cut of it. So she wants to win. She can have more money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She wants to be known as the the, the trainer and jo- or jockey slash that won the Kentucky Derby and now is making a million yeah. dollars for the horses. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody's different and there's no good or bad. But like my parents pretty much had one life, right? They had a kid, went on, they had the careers. I've pretty much just had one life, right? Maybe two, pre-married, then married. She's had three or four lives. Yeah. Now she has a seven-year-old kid. Let's see how old she is. Tammy Bobo. Seven-year-old kid? Yeah. First, they talked about the daughter before her career. They never, never mentioned the daughter. I'm going to find out about the daughter. Make sure she's alive because I'm worried about it. I'm like, what happened? I want to know the story. And that's where journalism has changed. They used to tell you what the story was, the whole story. This and that happened to the daughter, good or bad. You know, she died. Driving with drug overdose. No, she's working. She's a single mom in Ohio. No, she's married a good guy. She's doing well in Cincinnati. You know the story. They, they did not tell you what happened to Tammy Bobo's first kid. Let's see how old she is, because she has a seven-year-old kid. How old is Bob Baffert's kid? Got to be in his twenties, I would think. No, like his... he's twelve. He's twelve. He had, again. He has a whole other family. He has like three kids, and they're all early thirties, twenties. And then he dumps the wife for of twenty-four years. And Mary's a blonde, and she has a, he had a kid with a with a blonde ten years, or had the kid with the other wife, and then the kid was like three when the divorce went through and all the, and all that. <laughs> they have another life. She has a second shot. Let's see how old Tammy Bobo is. She's got to be in her late twenties, early thirties. That's what I would say. Oh no, she looked rough. Could be wrong. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I could be wrong, but that would be my guess on the surface. 
Yeah, yeah. She looked kind of rough. And the kid she yeah, had, well, seven years old, and you know, new husband. Well, who she's hanging around with, that's why she's rough, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, Ocala. Ocala's a tough place. Ocala. That place must age you 10 years in a year. Oh, yeah, yeah be- it's 100% drug place. Let's hear us talking about her net worth. They may have to re-update that page if her horse wins. Yeah, they have to re-update that page of the other trades. So the difficult background. Net worth is interesting that these, these sites come up with. I wonder where they find that, this stuff out, or they just put a number in there. It's interesting. Uh, yeah, there's different ways. If, if um, let's say like Elon Musk, it's a private, pri- uh, privately held company. He yeah. has the salaries and they have to, um, the deed to the house, they find out what the deed to the house, how much it is, how much you paid for it. Right, you see the companies, how much they're worth. You come up with a pretty good approximation. Then, like as a business owner, you pay forty-five bucks to Equifax, and it'll be amazing how much information you can get. And then you know, get on the phone, right? Especially if the guy's divorced. Tammy Bubble, humble beginnings to the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> She's probably been threatened by many times by with her life. Right. She's like you know, the lady in the, the, the Sopranos. Sure. Horse forums forever. Okay, here we go, huh? They're actually late. I might be out of the way. Oh, number two horses can hard time trying to get in there. Oh, is, is this a, this this is a side I would think. Yeah. yeah. If I'm if I'm looking at it right, this one horse is is already way too far back. Yeah. He's just gliding. Summer is the 
Messier. Here comes this horse on the outside, too far out. Look at that. Wow. 21 horse one. Woo! He was he was 80 to 1 to win. <laughs> 80 to 1 to win that horse was. How much? Uh, I can find out right now. He would that horse if that's the one the twenty one horse that won. Yeah, he was not even in the race until yesterday. Oh god! They scratched another horse and put that one in the race. Oh boy! Nobody, wow. nobody bet that horse at all. Nobody. It saved a lot of money. <laughs> uh, who was the Did Zandon get in there? Uh. I don't know. It hasn't come up yet. It hasn't come up yet. So, wow. wow. Yeah, the twenty-one horse was was not in the field until yesterday. Wow. That's what it says wow. right here. So. By that, by that horse getting into the field late, yeah, he was yeah. not bet at all. Wow! So, so that'll ruin everybody's trifecta. Oh yeah, is gone. Everybody's uh, win. If you bet the horses to win, gone. Gone. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, nobody. If he if he had more than two bets, <laughs> wow! And it came out the end. That was an explosion, man. But that horse is going to be tested. Because that was some serious explosion there at the end. Yeah, I haven't seen that since maximum security. Right. A spiked horse. This new lab at Churchill Downs. <laughs> How about that? Did I have it written down? 87 to 1. He was Ooh. a half hour ago. 87 to 1. Mm. Rich strike. Right. Just put in the derby yesterday. Right. So that owner, out of any other owner, is set for, this basically set for the rest of their lives now. Oh, yeah, yeah. 87 to 1. How much was that horse box one? I'll try to figure it out. Look, look at this explosion you see there at the end. That's just yeah, look at him. Look, he's, he's got the perfect trip, too. Right. He's right on the rail. 
Nobody's even close to him. They're just allowing him to go through. Right. And, and that's what I thought Mondonagal was going to do. Yeah, 21 3. Look at this explosion. Like it just takes off. Bam. Look at it just look, off there. Like and look how small he is compared to the other ones. That's right. that's where the explosion came from. Right. Zandon. 80 to 1. 80 to 1. So my hedge gets in there late. Zandon got third. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Go take it. We talked about it earlier. Mm. Wow. That's gonna that thing is gonna pay probably a couple thousand dollars. Right. The trifecta. Because if it was Epicenter, Zandon, and that 87 to 1 shot, that will bring it. So you have a ticket on Zandon. So it's it's six to one. Yep. <laughs> you hear people screaming around here. <laughs> they can't believe it. Look at them. <laughs> can't believe it. they're stunned. But we we won. What? It, it, like, oh, we're in the Kentucky Derby. We, what? We won. <laughs> so. That's unbelievable. race will receive $1.86 million. So that, that group there just won $1.8 million. Wow. Because they won the race. Which they've never, ever seen before, probably. Never. The is the number six horse, right? Zander uh, was 10. Next day was six. Yeah, Zandon was six, right? Zandon was ten. October, the last September, rather, and Rick Dawson and Eric Green reached in and took it for thirty thousand. And look where they are. Thirty thousand dollars. So thirty thousand turns into two million. So, like we told you, the Derby's back to normal. Everybody's back. The stands are back. And that, and that horse came from the twenty-one post. 
So he went from the furthest outside to the rail. Wow. We let every horse go in front of him. And then he went to the rail and he stalked them. Wow. That, that's exactly what he had to do. Allowed all the horses to run fast. And he got to the rail and ran his race. Wow. And he got him at the end. Stunning. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable. It is. It's unbelievable. Any other ticket hit? Huh? Any other tickets hit? I think I got one, one or two. Well, okay. So I made, so I, I made, I made some kind of profit. <laughs> when we get the sports video, I'm like, okay, where does, where, where did all this money come from? They were showing here if, the profit. If anybody out there that's listening had the 21 horse, I want to see you take it. <laughs> okay, so check, check this out. With all the craziness going on, I in-game bet. The Bucks minus 200. You did? Yes, sir. And got over 199. <laughs> oh, geez. In game bidding. In game bidding. Okay, I'm like, what's all the money in my bank account? In my bankroll. Might have to do that with Golden State tonight. But Golden State, Memphis. So the official results haven't come in yet. But that's the thing about horse racing that's tough is finding what happened afterwards. Oh, yeah. There's going to be plenty of stories and everything else out there, but... And never put the results of the whole... Pack, or are you gonna look for it? We'll get the final results and then we'll close. Crazy, uh, Kentucky Derby. I'm I'm really into see what this payout is because it's it's got to be huge. Oh. Eighty to one. Eighty, yeah, eighty to one. St- opened at eighty-seven to one. God. So, all right, here it is. The 21 horse, if you just bet him the win, uh-huh. 163.60 came in. Uh-huh. The, the exacta was $2,050. Uh, wow. A 50 cent trifecta paid $7,435. dollars mm. And the superfecta, which was the 21, the 3, the 10, and the 13, the top four, paid $321,000. So that, that horse rose everything because the second and third place were, the, were two of the top three in terms right. of favorites. So that, that one horse rose everything up. Yes. And if you if you bet the top five, the super high five they have on one of the one of the sites that I played on, it paid seven hundred fifty thousand, three quarters of a million dollars it paid. So everybody 
is chasing the night. I don't tell you dirty. Chase City. It's unbelievable what one horse can do. It's, it's unbelievable. But but nobody yeah, there it is. No nobody picked that. Look at Super Factor, three hundred twenty one thousand dollars. A dollar trifecta paid fourteen thousand eight hundred and seventy dollars. Right. So if you boxed it, you would you would have won seven grand. Oof. There you go. Profit for a few months. But, and it's a good thing, right? You know, because you know, uh, being conservative, um, err on the side of caution. Yep. I bet, whatever, 550 And I had one eight hundred dollars the day before. The desert dawn. So I'm still up 350 bucks. <laughs> yeah, and then your hedge, your hedge paid off too. So right. You want, you want some money on the hedge. So you can't research the winner. I, I don't care what anybody says. There was no way you could have researched that yeah. horse that just joined the Derby yesterday. Right. You know, if we, if we talk about um Probability, right? Probability is 80%. Yep. There was an 80% chance this was not going to happen. So Xander was a 10 horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Xander was the 10 horse. So Xander got you, got you in. So Okay, well, after the first few play, we're closed. Did you see that? Yep, yep. That rich, rich strike. So the, so there he is. Now he's in the middle of the middle of the pack here. Right. Right. I'm assuming that yeah, that's him. He's in the middle of the pack. And now all the horses are allowing. Look at him, he's getting to the rail now. Right. Now he's got a he's got a clean that's lane. So they got to see who those horses were, but that you saw that horse trying to set a pick. Yeah, they're all going to the outside. And they're allowing that horse to get a safe to get a, a clean trip right, right down the rail. He just but you need to get jockey. The jockey did a great job. Jockey did an awesome job at, at getting them. They they all allowed that horse to just break right. clean. And he made him pay. Yeah. Smallest horse in the field, too. I mean, it's not a big horse. That's a that that's a small horse. Yeah. Which means he's he's gonna be the fastest one out of all of them. Right. Insane. Yeah, the hedge, there it is. Yep. The number 10 horse. And the and the other jockeys are like, holy moly, where did this one come from? <laughs> I can't believe he's gonna weak beat us. Wow. That's a set for life moment for those owners.
He's uh, that one guy. He's like, oh, I was about to quit. I didn't <laughs> I can't believe he won. I can't believe he won. That's they're like, oh, are you shocked you won? Like, well, we don't in our horses unless we think we're gonna win, but you know. Yep. Yep. And then it was that Slavian Pratt again. I think no, I, I think he was riding somebody. I, I don't know the horse. I don't okay. think he was riding that. That one just joined yesterday. Like I said, just just got to the Derby yesterday. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Zandon though. Zandon. Was Zandon a Velasquez was? Yeah, I'll see who it was. Because they saved the day. So the podcast, right? The three out of four triple crown races. We gave you a winner. Zandon was Flavian Pratt. That's who rode Zandon, Flavian Pratt. Flavian Pratt. I won three times today. I said, look, you won three times today. Let me put in a show ticket. Boom. There you go. That, yeah. You said, exactly you, what you said. Rookie. Or at least uh, mitigated the loss. I ended up, right, up for the week, 400 bucks. Because it's of the dark. Yep. And because of that, that Flavian Pratt, three wins today. Right. So. No. All right, final words. Amazing, yeah. Like I said, if you bet them, if you bet twenty-one, show show the ticket on Twitter. <laughs> like you're right. I mean, yeah. It, it, there's no you don't want to Churchill Downs. They certainly did. the 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 biggest underdog in the Kentucky Derby won. How much the race. money did the race books win all over the world? A billion dollars was bet, and none of it was bet on that twenty-one horse. I would say out of all the bets they took in, I'd say less than about 50 tickets had had that horse. Right. Because some people just nowhere near a billion dollars. So they made like a billion dollars. Right. Like like up until three years ago, my wife would just say, Give me the longest shot on the board and bet it. Right. And I said, Well, it's not, it's not gonna come in. And then she stopped doing it because it never came in. Today today it came in. Yeah, no, but it's totally logical. That's why. Truth is stranger in fiction. Yep. The highest level of probability is 80%. 80%. And, and that horse right there bucked the 80% and went the other way with the 20%. So, exactly. you know, you can't, you can't, you can never judge these races. They're triple crown races. Like I said, the horse got in yesterday based on another horse got scratched. Right. So nobody is gonna bet him because nobody knows who the horse is. Right. Nobody knows who the horse is. And he won. Now people are gonna bet him for the preakness. Yeah, he's gonna get over bet. He's gonna right. get over that. And and so you he's lop gonna... him off. See, not that makes actually the preakness easier to pick because yeah. you lop him off as a favorite. He's got a 20% chance of winning. Yep. Just lop and him the off. Other thing, and the other thing realize. There will not be 20 horses in the in the preakness. No. There'll probably be 10, maybe 11. Right. There will not be 20. Because so. they don't want to run the horse again a couple weeks later. And... They all point to the Belmont. That, right. That's what they do. So Poor Belinda Stronich in the preakness. But no, but she has not. That horse once again will be crazy. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then you can't <laughs> bet him for the Belmont. Then he definitely will be the favorite for the Belmont. You can't bet him. You can't <laughs> no, there's no way, yeah. No. All right. So, so lesson learned. Show tickets, Zandon. Save the day. Yep. Yep. Hot, jo- hot jockey during the day. That's why you bet. The jockeys, not the horses. Yeah. Man, it won three times during the day. And then a crazy long shot wins. But we broke even on the day. We're ahead for the weekend. Yep. Because of that. Yep. Because That's of win. that. That's a win. Bet the jockeys, not the horses. Yep. All right. We always close to Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life what you give. Thank you for listening to the EFC podcast. We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.